Praise the Lord. It says, that's Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, not by power. You remember what Peter said? Why look or not? As if it was by our own words. Power or holiness that we've got this man, that we've done this. He said, not by might, not by, not by power. What's he talking about? Not by human might, not by human power. He said, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Can someone say, but by my spirit? And that's what we want to look at today. By my spirit. By my spirit. By my spirit. Hallelujah. So this mountain shall be moved. By my spirit, says the Lord. So we are going to emphasize and talk about the spirit today. The mountain shall be moved by my spirit. Every mountain you are thinking about, I want you to just envision the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The one who is at work in you, through you, moving that mountain. He said, by my spirit. The Amplified Bible says, Then he said to me, This addition to, of the bowl to the candlestick, causing it to yield a ceaseless supply of oil from the olive trees, is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, of whom the oil is a symbol, says the Lord of hosts. Now, what's going on here? If you, when you get home, you go and read that whole story. Take note of this. The vision Zechariah saw, which was thus interpreted by the angel. Because there was, you know, in the, in the, in the Old Testament, most of the time, the prophetic, you know, comes by that demonstration, pictures. So there was this picture that Zechariah saw and the angel came to interpret that picture. That's why I said, this is what this means. This is the word of the Lord to you. So let's look at that very quickly. In Zechariah chapter 4, verses 2 to 3. And said to me, what do you see? Look at that picture. I said, I see and behold a lampstand, Amplified Bible. A lampstand, all of gold, with its bowl for oil, on the top of it, and it's seven lamps on it, and there are seven pipes to each of the seven lamps which are upon the top of it, and there are olive, two olive trees. Where do you get olive oil from? From olive. And where do you olive? Where do you find olives? On olive trees. So they had two olive trees, one on either side. That was the picture he saw, and they now told him the interpretation of the picture. That is so. And there are two olive trees by it. One upon the right side of the bowl and the other upon the left side of it. Feeding it continuously with oil. So that was the picture. Amen. And he now said that this is the word of the Lord. So you find the two olive trees, one on either side. And you had the, the, the pipe through with the oil from the olive tree. Amen? Is going into the candlestick. Is that not true? How many people remember the, the, the story of the, the ten virgins? The five foolish ones and the five wise ones. Amen? One had, a set had enough oil. Is that not true? And the other sets 
did not have. I pray that you will not run out of oil. Thank God for the endless supply of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost lives in you. You should not be without oil. Hallelujah. You should not be without oil. In the Old Testament, the Holy Ghost was not in them. You know, Jesus said, I will send you another helper who will not only be with you, but will also be in you. So that means hitherto he was not in them, but he was with them. The Spirit of God will come upon Samson. He will yank off the whole gates of the city. The Spirit of God will come upon him. He will take the jawbone of an ass and slay how many people? How many, um, whatever, Philistines. So the Spirit of God, so they knew about the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Ghost was not living in them. Praise the Lord. So that was the picture. And they said, what this means is this, not by might, not by power. He said, feeding it continuously with oil. In Philippians 1 verse 19, Paul was speaking. He said, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. Through your prayer and what? The supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. You see, one of the things that happen when you pray is that there's a supply of the spirit. He said, through your prayer and the supply of the spirit. He said, not by might, not by power. This is a picture. But by my spirit, says the Lord. I said, you mountains are going to move. The Amplified says, that's Philippians 1.19, that through your prayers and a bountiful supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. When the king of Assyria came against Hezekiah, he said, this is the day of embarrassment. This is the day of shame. Why? He said, it's as if children have come to birth, but there's no strength to bring forth. You need strength to push that mountain, to move it by the Spirit of God. And that strength is not your physical strength. It's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Can somebody say amen? He said that through your prayers and a bountiful supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ, amen, the CEV contemporary English version says, because I know that your prayers and the help that comes from the spirit of Christ, Jesus, will keep me safe. The Holy Ghost is the helper. Is that not true? Everything that Jesus said the Holy Ghost is, and expect that endless supply. Now, yesterday when we were having the question and answer time, the questions were not you know, given to me ahead and all of that. But anytime the question was coming, I was tapping into the supply of the Holy Ghost. God is the spirit of wisdom. I'm like Holy Ghost, you know, and then I would just, he would just quicken, answer it this way. Say it this way. Can somebody say amen? He's a counselor. You need counsel. You should not be without counsel. Because you have the counsel on your inside. He is the comforter. You should not be without comfort. To comfort those who mourn in Zion. Hallelujah. To give them the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. It says it's the strengthener. That's how the Amplified breaks it down. The strengthener. You should not be without strength. Both physical and spiritual. Is somebody listening to me? I told the story before and I'll tell it again. When I was going to have my first baby, you know, uh, Sam, and then, you know, they came, you know how those midwives, oh, prime oh, she'll be here for quite a while. After a while, I just said, Holy Ghost, give me strength to push this baby now. 
You know, that was what happened with what's his name? Mr. Samson. His eyes had been gouged out. He got a boy. When he noticed that the strength, you know, that was physical. But the symbol. Because they said, show me the, 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 the source of your strength. Where does it lie? Not the source. Where does it lie? And he said, if you shaved off my whatever, and then that was what happened, the hair. And then when he repented, he repented before God, and the hair was growing back. But the enemy did not know that the hair was growing back. Can somebody say amen? In the course of what we're doing, we're going to see how we can build up the strength of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And the enemy will not know that your strength is coming back. He will not know that something is happening. Can someone say amen? And then one day you just wake up and say, I command every mountain here to move. And you just wake up and say, I cast out every spirit. And then we say, whoa, 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 whoa. So his strength, when he saw that the hair had grown, the symbol of strength, he called a boy, please, you know, lead me to where the pillars are. Amen. The mistake he made, he said, I want to perish with them. You don't have to perish with the devil. Amen. But he said it, maybe because his eyes were already whatever, he just thought, you know. So, he said, Lord, one more time. The strength of God came on him. Can somebody say amen? So, you see, I said to us, was it last week? We always, because we were in the New Testament, we always forget that aspect. You see, we have a better covenant. What does better mean? If I bought a new car and I said this car is better than the one I had before, what would you expect? Tell me. The minimum you expect is for you to have at least the specs those ones had before. That one had before. That's the minimum. But if I call it better, that means it can do better. I can't tell you I moved into a better house and the one I had before maybe had a guest toilet and this one doesn't have. And then you start looking. Um, did you say better? And then you come again. How do you come in? I said, go around. You know, there's one. <laughs> I'm like, you'll be like, yeah, better, really better. You have a better covenant. Establish on better promises. Better. Better means what? Better. He said he will not only be with you. So you won't lose the with. But what we have done in the New Testament is that we drop what they had in the old. You will not lose the with. Because we think, oh, he's in me, he's in me. He's also with you. Amen. Like some clowns, I wanted to kill one guy, waiting for him, they were lying in wait. And every time they came around, they would say, some people who are always with him. One day, they came to meet him. You know, who are those people who are always with you? Did Elisha not say, God, open the eyes of my servant? Did he not say to him, those who are with us are more? So if your covenant is only about in, and you drop the with, it's not a better one. He said he will not only be with you. You need him to be with you. Not only in you. He's with you. You know what with means? If I was walking with Joe, Joe is with me. Can somebody say amen? Not just in me. He's with me. So don't try me. No devil should try you because he's with you. You know, praise God. With me is a better covenant. Hallelujah. So the help of the Holy Ghost. Can someone say the help of the Holy Ghost? Don't, if you need him to help you physically, he will help you. It's not just about internal strength alone, physical strength. You will run, you will not be weary. He will give you the strength of a thousand people. 
For if one shall put a thousand to flight, can someone say amen? They said to, what's his name, Naomi? They said, your daughter-in-law who loved you, had, you know, who is better than seven sons to you? You, you. you do what seven people can do because the Holy Ghost is with you. He said, let the weak say I'm strong. Can somebody say amen? And when you have not finished doing this, you now go and take uh, maybe zero coke or take Maltina. I don't know Maltina. Praise God. When you have got the job done, amen, by the strength of the Holy Ghost, amen, hallelujah. He said, Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, let's finish it, according to the power that works in us. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. That means when I'm asking for something, the power of God that is at work in me, we get it done. The Amplified Bible says, not to him who, by, in consequence of, the action of his power that's at work within us. Concerning the power of God is at work within me. He's able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far above, far over and above, all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, and thoughts, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. You know how I see my prayers? You know what I think about my prayers, among other things? I see my prayers as giving God something to work with. Giving God something to work on. You know, when you pray about something, you've given God something to work with and work on. Are you following what I'm saying? Because according to the power that's working in you, God will answer your prayers. But it's according to that power. And that's talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. That asking... This, this also implies that by asking or praying, I'm releasing, I'm channeling, and I'm directing that power that's at work in me. Can someone say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you, you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Amen. amen. You know what? I remember years ago, I had uh, this terrible toothache. That was sometime in the 90s. I remember. And because I had, you know, this scripture in Mark, uh, Romans 8 that says that the Holy Ghost helps our infirmities. <laughs> he takes school together with us. Praise God. You know what? I said, Holy Spirit, as I pray now, take hold together with me against this pain. In my tooth. And I started praying that night. It disappeared and it has never come back again. That was the last toothache. Can somebody say amen? And if anything comes again, I go at it by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Above what I can ask or think. I want to say to you, mountains will move. The Bible says, by the Spirit of God. You want to speak to that situation. That pain. And say, in the name of Jesus, I lay hands on my body. The part where the pain has been. This mountain, by the Spirit of God, you've got to move. Holy Spirit, help me right now. Holy Spirit, take hold together with me against this pain. I've done it many times. Not just about in the 90s, toothache. I've done it. There are times that I've laid down and I have pains. And I've keyed into the power of the Holy Ghost. 
for that mountain to move. And it will move. And it has always moved. Can someone say amen? amen. So whatever you ask when you pray, whatever you think you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. How are they going to be answered by the power of the Holy Ghost? The power of the Holy Ghost who lives in you. First Corinthians 2, 4 to 5, very quickly. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit. The Holy Ghost is going to demonstrate himself in your life. Amen. You must look forward to the demonstration of the Holy Spirit. In demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. The NIV says, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. The Holy Ghost wants to demonstrate the power of God in your life. The New Living Translation says, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I simply let God's Spirit show his power. Holy Spirit, show your power. Demonstrate yourself in this house. Demonstrate yourself. When we pray, when we lay hands on the sick, demonstrate your power. That the faith of people will not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Hallelujah. In Ephesians 1, 19 to 21, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Why am I reading this? Because the Bible talks about the demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit. This is an example of how the Holy Ghost demonstrated his power. The working of the mighty power of God. The power that God demonstrated when he raised Christ from the dead. You see, that power did not only raise him from the dead, it took him above, far above all principles and powers, sat him down at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That power, the Amplified Bible says, and so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe. As demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. In the name of Jesus, mountains will move. Mountains of oppression. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee in Luke 4, 14. And in verse 18, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Hallelujah. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Verse 20, then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Can someone say today, this scripture is fulfilled in my hearing. Hallelujah. The Bible says in that verse 14, New Living Translation says, Then Jesus returned to Galilee filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Amen. Don't forget the things we talked about in the series on fasting. Can someone say amen? Because one of the ways to generate that power is through fasting. Amen. amen. Then he went back full. Amplified Bible says, Luke 4, 14. Then Jesus went back full off and under the power of the Holy Spirit. You're going to go full off the Holy Ghost, under the power of the Holy Ghost. And I tell you, mountains are going to move. They're going to move because you are going to command them to move. But when you speak, the power of God will cause it to happen. The anointing of the Lord will cause it to happen when you speak. But you must speak. You must pray. You must ask. You must imagine. You must speak. You must prophesy. Ezekiel said, as I prophesied, I heard noise. 
there was a rattling. Bones were coming together. You see, when you begin to speak, things will begin to arrange themselves in the spirit. Can somebody say amen? I'm sure you have been blessed. We'd like to hear from you. Now, you want more of this recording, you can write to us. And if you want to get more information about Fountain Wisdom Ministries, please check us at our website, www.fowm.org. God bless you.